for men, you know, when we keep our mouth shut, that's because, you know, we have to, because that could have some very bad side effects. Don't burn your bridges. It's boyish behavior. Literally, it's schoolyard crap. It would damage his ability to be successful professionally in the world. When you're growing up in the education system, they want you to rat your friends out. There's too many men, especially younger men, who engage in this boyish crap, blab, blab, blab about everything they hear from other men. She's baiting you to see how, how strong of a man you are. Can you resist her? Because if you can't resist her, the hell are you gonna do out there in the world? When in doubt, shut your mouth. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to Sovereign Man Podcast, where we aim to make men masculine again. I'm your man, Nikki Baloo. I'm here with my man, Rob Arpa. What's going on, Arps? Not much, brother. You know, I'm saying cleaned up, new setup. I am geared and ready to go. Another day in paradise. It's raining brilliantly outside <laughs> my office window. Second New Year's that we've received rain and nothing but rain. Yeah. There you go, man. There you go. So today's topic is an important one. And it's about one of the key tenets of being a masculine man, which is knowing how to keep your mouth shut how to maintain um, what we call confidentiality. Art, tell me uh, and the folks listening why you believe this is a central tenet of masculinity and why you think today so many men don't know how to keep their mouths shut and, and what it's costing them. Well, I think, I think you know, for, first and foremost, the, the reason why we, we do this is because it, it maintains a safe space between men. Um, you know, a, a man could be revealing something about himself, whether it be a challenge or, you know, uh, well, usually they are challenges, right? The, could be an issue with work, could be, you know, uh, something going on with the, with his with his his woman, or it could be just you know working through feelings that we may have that we don't always understand, you know. Um, and it may not necessarily lead to any actions, but if, you know, you know, words get out, you know, things can happen. You know, like uh, there's a gentleman in, uh, in our circles, or at least the, the story of him reverberates around our circles, um, you know, where, where his, uh, his wife was, was part of a woman's organization that was, that was somewhat related to, to the men's organization. And, and, you know, she was working through some feelings. And that trickled down from one of the women in her circle to her husband and then back through the men's organization and gets to this man. All of a sudden, he finds out that, you know, she's got these certain feelings. So he turned around and did a preemptive strike and initiated a divorce. So now, you know, we know the feminine, their feelings are, are like the ocean, constantly moving from one direction to the other, never static. So she may have never intended of doing anything like a divorce or separation type thing. And yet here, here he is thinking, you know what, I'm going to get ahead of it first. 
you know, and, and which is uh, insane if you think about it. Why, why the fuck would a man do something that's stupid? Okay, well, my wife's feeling not happy. Maybe what I should do is try to figure out why that is and see uh, if there's a way we can I, save our marriage. I, I can understand in the, in the, the respect that the person that's usually the least amount of hurt is the one that initiates the, the whole breakup scenario. So that I can understand. In, in terms of, you know, divorce law here in Ontario, you know, I, he's fucked either way. So that, you know, there's no advantage in that respect. Like, if he wanted to save himself some cash, he probably should have salvaged that relationship. But instead, he, you know, chose to divide. Anyways, but that was just, that's an example. That's a story. You know, uh, you know when you're, when you're working with, with uh, friends, like I've worked with uh, uh, a friend of mine, very close friend of mine. We used to work at a company together. And uh, because we were friends, we always used to have, you know, discussions about, other employees and whatever and you know these these conversations can have ramifications considering he was a supervisor and i was just a a, a guy on the floor you know and those those did go up and down the chain you know so things like that can happen you know you you work with a buddy he's calling in sick not really being sick because he needs something else to do next thing you know you write him up to the boss boss cans his ass promotes you you know, it's not very good for him. So, you know, that, that's a, that's a relationship will come to an end quite quickly. So confidentiality <clears throat> for men, you know, when we keep our mouth shut, that's because, you know, we have to, because we, you know, we, we can be working through some things, uh, you know, that could have some very, very, you know, bad side effects. Like, could you imagine if that man, I, I don't know if the, the man that divorced his wife, they had children, but could you imagine if he did? You know, two kids, right? Because that seems to be the, yeah, that's, it's the average huge cost to everybody. But massive, massive. Look, here's the other thing about you know some man not keeping his mouth shut led to this man um, finding out things about his wife that made him paranoid and made him decide to break up a relationship. That's not good. But imagine that I don't know a man was. Um, talking to uh, another man he considered a buddy who didn't know how to keep his mouth shut and then went and told him uh, as an example that he was thinking of quitting his job in two, three months to go start his own business. Yeah. And this fellow knew the, the supervisors or bosses of this man at work and he blabbed about it. Like, what would this do to this man? who was thinking of leaving in three months, well, it could cause him to be terminated on the fucking spot, right? So he wouldn't have that three months worth of runway. It yeah. could damage his reputation because maybe he wanted to position himself leaving in a way that would keep his relationship with that organization in a good place. You know, don't, don't burn your bridges is something that he probably would have in mind. Yeah. And then he, he just, it would damage his ability to be successful professionally in the world. And the man blabbing about it wouldn't even need to be malicious in his blabbing. He wouldn't even need to be somebody who's doing it to like deliberately hurt you. You just need to be a feminized man who doesn't know how to fucking keep his mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And That's just so blab. Oh my God. What did I do? And, and I got to be honest in the past, I've been that man. I've blabbed about shit that really ought to have been kept in confidence. And I know people have blabbed about shit about me that ought to have been kept in confidence. So I've both been 
somebody who's caused damage to somebody. And I've also been somebody who has had damage caused to him because of this propensity for the modern so-called man to not keep his mouth shut, not maintain confidentiality. So, you know, and I think this, this, it, it's actually, it's, uh, you know, for, for a man, it's boyish behavior. This is, it's literally, it's schoolyard crap, right? And Right. That's actually you know, a better way of putting it than to feminize. You're right. It's boyish. Yeah. It's boyish. It's, yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're, if you're straight, gay, whatever, you know, acting as a boy is still acting as a boy. Um, and, and, you know, when I, when I look at my upbringing and stuff, like it, it, it's all stems from our, our overly feminized education system. And, mm. you know, in, in, when you're, when you're growing up in the education system, the teachers, they want you to tell them what's going on that they don't see, right. They want you to rat your friends out or whatever, you know, whatever's going on. Uh, and, and women have this, this, I don't know if it's instinctual, this, this kind of drive to, to find things out. Right. And, and to share, they love sharing and talking well, about they gossip, right? and gossiping. Oh my God. They love it. Yeah. I, and um, I, I'm sure, I'm sure this, this, this need desire or whatever that they, that they do is for, for some reasons come through, through nature. Cause we, we are, we are a product of nature, no matter how we look at it. Um, I don't fully understand why it exists, but I'm, I'm sure for some reason or another, you know, survival of the species is there. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's this, there's this woman, my God, I forget her last name. Her first name's Allison. She, she um, does a lot of programs for both men and women. And she talks about why women are more apt to like talk and share and be chatty. Right. Um Oh my God, her last name will come to me. Anyways, Allison was listening to one of her CDs and in it, she talks about the fact that women uh, in ancient days would be chatty because they'd be going into the meadow, right? And like gathering up berries and other things for food and there'd be critters there and they don't want to surprise a critter. So they'd be chatty, right? Back in the day. So the critters could hear them coming. And the critters could get out of the way without like being surprised and then attacking them, right? Uh, so that's why they initially were chatty. And if you if you think about human history, right, as a twenty four hour clock, we were hunting and gathering for all but the last six minutes, really, of our existence, right? Yeah, so I this guess is like hardwired into our DNA, if you will. So that's why you know women were like that and they would also be the ones in in a in any given society who would like keep it together women would bound together they would talk they would share they would create the 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 lore you know the stories of that society people think men were the storytellers well no it was actually the women that were the storytellers and they were the ones who would get all the talking done uh because that's that's how they kept um, the society together that were the glue that kept it together when the men were out hunting or fighting off another tribe, you know. So, Alison Armstrong that's her name, Alison Armstrong. There we go. And she has a book called Understanding Men, Understanding Women, and she has a website called um, 
AllisonArmstrong.com. There you go. So yeah, she talks about this, you know, uh, and I find I found that pretty fascinating. Um, you know, Alison Armstrong's got some some thoughts around all this, and and men back in the day obviously wouldn't talk much, and it was important to keep your mouth shut because when you're out in the field hunting, you could scare off the animal. Or if you're out in the field, you know, warring with another tribe, you could alert them to the fact that you have an ambush plan for them or yeah. something like that. Or they could they could hear you when you're out there and they could ambush you yeah. because you don't know how to keep your mouth shut. Remember, human yeah. history is a 24-hour clock. We've only been out of that way of living for the past six minutes, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> 24 hours. So That's nuts. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you think but about it. And, and but it but it still applies to how we live today. And there's too many men, especially younger men, who engage in this boyish crap and and blab 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 about everything they hear from other men. And if your if your propensity as a man to be a blabber causes that other man to get hurt because you blab, man, you're gonna feel like crap, you know. Um, and 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 what goes around comes around. Yes, that's an iron law of every major religious teaching, from Christianity to yeah. you know Buddhism. Oh, right! What goes around comes around. So, if comes you around. blab, someone yeah. will blab about you. Mm -hmm. And imagine yeah. you were looking to get a new job, or were considering breaking up with your girlfriend, and had that get back to her before you had processed all your feelings. And maybe talk yourself out of it or with the help of somebody figure talk yourself out of it. Imagine you made a mistake, and I'm not condoning this, but that what if a man made a mistake? I don't know, was on a business trip and he had a, a one-night stand or an affair. Like, I think it'd be crazy for him to want that to get back to his wife. But if he blabbed about it to the wrong friend, and that wrong friend blabbed about it to his wife, and his wife was friends with that man's wife, who knows? Game over, right? You know, and it's uh, and and the other thing too, like if you go back and and you know, uh, I think uh, Jordan Peterson has a video about the difference between you know men and women. You know, men are aggressive physically, but women they go after your character, right? So, like, you know, if something gets out, these women, especially now with with social media being as oh, they'll rip you to massive of a reach that it is. You know that that could that could be very detrimental to somebody right oh they, they could destroy not just their, their marriage but their entire career everything you know 100 percent character and assassination it, that's that's yeah and listen i'm in no way condoning part. men going out there and cheating i want to just be clear someone listening to this going yeah blue and arpa are saying men should cheat no in fact quite the opposite you shouldn't cheat you should be committed in your relationships it's a it's a man of low character that cheats right um but nonetheless if it does, if you do make a mistake, man, and, and, and you uh you 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 have that get out to your to your partner, to your wife, man, that could destroy so much, destroy a family, destroy children's lives, destroy your 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 career. It, it's it, it's the sort of thing that if you do make a mistake, you need to keep it quiet. Yeah. You need to not let it you know get out there you got to deal with the consequences of it don't throw it on your wife and that's just as bad some of these men go oh my god i went on a trip i cheated on my wife i'm gonna tell her i gotta get it off my chest i'm like yeah that's not about you man that, that's not about doing what's good for your wife that's about doing what's good for you 
that's about you assuaging your guilt you know um and it, it's it's not a good thing it's not a good thing for a man to be a blabber even in that respect and when and when the woman presses you for you know information details oh what'd you do yeah. oh, what did you and your friends do you know what 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 was this trip like you know she's she's baiting you to see how, how strong of a man you are can you resist her because if you can't resist her the hell are you gonna do out there in the world you're, you're gonna yeah you, you know what i mean like it's 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 like this weird psychological game that nature has instilled between men and women where they test us to see if we're strong and still worthy of, of you know taking care of them uh, amen brother amen yeah it's know, it's it's the truth yeah. so you know the old adage and saying that we have is when in doubt, shut your mouth, you know? So, and, and it, it still reigns true. You know, I, I remember being back in high school, you know, uh, chatting, chatting with some girls back in high school, you know, some of them would be like, you know, my best friends are drug dealers because they know how to keep their mouth shut. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, think about that, right? Like these guys in organized crime situations, you open your mouth, you're dead. You, you know what I mean? Nobody, yeah. they, don't, they don't like rats there, but there's, there's, you know, there's, there's that, that, uh, you know, being, being a man that can, can maintain a, you know, confidential space is a very valuable man. If a man yeah. can't, it's like, it's like almost like one of the very basic rules of masculinities, of masculinities to, to, to keep your mouth shut, you know, just being able to have that knowledge, you know, knowledge is power until everybody knows what the fuck it is and then it's and then it's, it's just worthless then it's just yeah it's 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 very important to understand that and <laughs> i think you're bang on knowing how to keep your mouth shut and maintain confidentiality is a central tenet of masculinity and masculine behavior includes keeping your mouth shut keep your mouth shut yeah, yeah. And it, inside our organization sovereign man and inside our program sovereign circle right battle ready we demand that the men keep their mouth shut yeah every meeting. We demand it we demand that they maintain confidentiality and if a man is proven to be someone who can't do that he's going to be fucking ejected from our organization that's, that is a that is a dangerous man that's a that's dangerous man we can't have that he can destroy everything about the organization and again i want to fucking just make sure men listening to this and even any woman listening to this Get, we are not saying we condone cheating and bad behavior on the part of men. Not at all. Okay? Not at all. We are in favor of men keeping their commitments to their families, keeping their commitments to their wives, and don't fucking cheat. Zip it up, keep your dick in your pants. Yeah. And if you make a mistake, then it's it's incumbent upon you to live with that mistake. And, and live as a better man and not fucking throw your shit onto your woman or blab about it in a way that gets back to your woman. I, I would, I would almost venture to say that a man that can't maintain confidentiality is a man that's more likely to cheat on his wife. Because I would agree with that. He's not strong enough to, to maintain his, his, uh, his emotions at bay. You yeah. Know? He's a man of low character, low morals, low yeah. character and low morals. Low morals. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so I, I think, you know, um, you know, I want to I want to propose a challenge out to any any man that's listening to this to this podcast right now. You know, 
go, going forward, identify whether you do it out loud, verbally with, uh, with, with your, your friends or the, the other people you interact with, or, or if it's an internal dialogue. See if you can identify how often someone breaks confidentiality. And it's easy to figure out, right? In, in, in our circles, we, we have three standards of confidentiality, right? Um, everything you say, see, hear, and do is confidential. So if someone says, you know, anyone else has done this or I saw this person do that, that's breaking confidentiality. Uh, second point is names are confidential. So as soon as someone turns to you and says, hey, you know what Bob's doing? Yeah, you're breaking confidentiality right there. Right there. Right? And then there's circles within circles, which means, <clears throat> you know, you, I, and, and whatever audience we have here right now is technically one circle. But if we have a, if Blue and I have this, you know, conversation that's offline, with that, that's not going to be broadcast, that's confidential from this circle. You know, so we haven't released any details of that. You know, uh, we haven't spoken about anything that we talked about prior prior to hitting the record button here. And, and that, that'll stay the, that'll stay that way. You know, so I, I want, you know, men listening, <clears throat> there's only, there's only one exception I, I would put to this. And like, if someone is, if a man says he's going to cause some kind of bodily harm to any person, including themselves, that would be an okay instance to break confidentiality. Um, you know, and, and only, only with the proper authorities, like I wouldn't go start gossiping about it. That's just silly. But, you know, if, so, if someone's going to, you know, someone's saying, like, I'm going to go, you know, beat this person or whatever the hell it is, you know, it's probably good to, to report that to somebody. But beyond that, keep your mouth shut. When in doubt, shut your mouth, right? It's okay to, to share your own experiences. Yeah, I was out one night with some friends, and this is what we did. You know, we got drunk. We did something stupid. But as long but as don't mention any fucking names. Yeah. Don't mention the names. And it's it's hard it's hard to do when you when you've been brought up and conditioned to tell everything. The blab to be the blabber to be that little boy yeah. blabber. This is what Johnny did, mommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you must put a name, put a fake name. John Doe. Yeah, you know, that's such friends. a good thing that you just mentioned. So there's some stories I tell when I'm a guest on someone's podcast for business, right? Mm -hmm. That are powerful stories that you know help establish my bona fides uh, as as a as a as a um as a coach that gets people results in terms of making them a, a shit ton more money right adding that one to two zeros to their annual income and these are important stories for me to share these folks have told me though look i don't mind you sharing the story but leave my fucking name out of it right so i don't mention names or i i use a fake name Name. I, I tell the story about a woman and I don't use a real name. I call her Julie, Julie, right? Uh, and Julie's not a real name, obviously. Um, and that's, it's my best story. It's such a fucking kick-ass, you know, um, punch in the gut, uh, emotion evoking story yeah. about Julie, 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 you know, not the yeah. woman's real name. And, 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 but it's, it's an important story for me to share. So that's a very powerful thing you can do. And, and if you know that sharing the story will identify who the individual is, okay, then you shouldn't share the story at all. Yeah. If that person doesn't want that to get out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if you're unsure, ask the person before you open your mouth. You know, hey, Blue, can I tell someone about this? There you go. And if you're like, no, then fucking that's where it goes. But if, if, if yeah, you're okay with me sharing, you know, uh, you know, things that we've done together, like, you know, uh, I don't know, last time we went on an overnight, then, it's, you know, if you're okay with me sharing that experience, that's fine. But if you're not, then, then there you go. by confidentiality. That's what men do. Yeah, that is what right? men do. No, it's um, it's very important to understand this. Very, very important to understand this. I'm glad you brought that piece up about you know using a fake name and all of that because um, that's a way that you can still share things, but you don't out the individual in question. And I think that's important. And, and if anyone in here, you know, listening to this is like, oh, you know, my woman says this, that, or the other, just just remember. There are giant organizations that are built with the premise of confidentiality. We're talking governments, agencies of governments. We're talking, you know, the whole news media uh, industry is based on saving, you know, protecting sources. So if you're one person is coming to you and saying, oh, no, it's okay, you can tell me bullshit that's absolute bullshit because these other agencies and organizations would have never got come as far as they have without them keeping confidential keeping their mouths shut and look at look at obama how much he he freaked the fuck out when uh snowden started releasing all that shit yeah (laughs) you know what i mean made him look bad (laughs) made him look bad same with julian assange made him look bad You know, and talk about, you know, character assassination. My God, you know, but that's that's what happens, man. You keep your mouth shut or, you know, not that good thing can potentially yeah. happen. And, you know, I, I got to be clear. I, I've got mixed feelings about Edward Snowden. I mean, there's stuff he released that obviously needed to be released and the world needed to. Oh, know yeah, about. yeah. I'm not, I'm not, uh, it was just an example. But exam- there is some he, shit you know, that he released, man, that caused deaths and, you know, <laughs> agents to be compromised in the field and that kind of crap, too. So that's, you, you got to weigh all that, too. Julian Assange, um, the stuff that he released with WikiLeaks that had less of a, an impact on agents and lives and that sort of thing. And much more of a sunlight yeah, disinfectant impact. WikiLeaks kind of, I think he went through his stuff before he released it. I think. Yeah, he did. He did. Snowden was just like a, atomic a big dump, drop. just fucking dumped yeah. them out there. <laughs> yeah. And then moved to Russia to fucking. Well, he had no Russia. choice. He had no choice. Yeah. Right. Julian Assange, where did he, he went to South America, Ecuador? He like was in, a, in an embassy, and then the new government got elected there, and they released like, yeah, him to British do... authorities. So now he's in <laughs> fucking jail. And yeah. they made some trumped up charge about him being, uh, you know, uh, uh, a sexual assaulter of women in order to have him arrested. I mean, some kind of bullshit they threw on this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. well, let's pick him up. But anyways, that's we're digressing. We're not talking about the main topic of, that we were talking about today. But it's uh, it's always interesting to have these discussions. We could have them another time on another show in greater detail. But I think this was an important conversation about um, learning how to keep your mouth shut as a man, why it's a central tenet of masculinity, learning how to maintain confidentiality, and what are the various levels of confidentiality. I think those are very important for every man 
yeah. to understand. So if you've been listening to this episode, definitely make sure you write down what Arpa said about the various levels of confidentiality and take a look in your own life. Where are you uh, maintaining confidentiality, keeping your mouth shut? And where are you not? What would have been the you consequences break. to you and others of yeah. confidentiality not being maintained, of your mouth not being shut when it needed to be, and the mouth of someone else not being shut as it pertains to you when it needed to be? Take a look at that and, you know, yeah. come and share that with us, you know, on our various social media. You know, we got the Sovereign Man on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, and we want to hear from you. We want to understand where this has impacted you in your life. And if there's a man in your life that really doesn't understand this, send him this episode, have him listen to it. Um, you might even want your woman to listen to this episode, because I believe that um, most women would agree with what we have to say here on this particular topic. Uh, I think women would be a little bit different. It'd be like, yeah, don't share anything I tell you, but you can tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they would want him to be the kind of man who can maintain confidentiality as far as they're concerned. So I think it's it's valuable for you if you're listening to this to do all that. And look, it's uh, 2023 is uh, is upon us. Winter is here. The recession's here. And if you're feeling a little more vulnerable than normal as a man, and you don't have men in your life, this is our question for you. Do you have men in your life, men in your life that you can count on, men in your life who will, you know, push you, iron sharpening iron? Then come check out what we do at Sovereign Man in the Sovereign Circle. And um, if you want to come to a meeting as a guest, uh, absolutely free, you can do that. We offer that to any man who wants to come and check it out. Well, obviously, we'll vet you just, you know, to make sure that there's a meeting of the minds. But that is a an offer. Uh, and we want to encourage you to take advantage of this to start off the new year. Because if you want to be your best this year, if you want to get in the best shape of your life, if you want to make the most money that you've ever made, if you want your business to grow in recessionary times, um, you need to have good men around you. You need to be a part of something that that um, knows how to maintain confidentiality and keep keep uh, men's mouths shut, but also knows how to push you out of your comfort zone so you can win in life. Right on. And Arpa, great conversation. We'll catch you on the flip side, brother. See you later, brother. See you next year. See you next year. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.